You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. One-two coming. Struck him out. Scherzer with the cutter strikes out. Rosario pumps his fist. Nine strikeouts from Max. First pitch. And Pujols hits it down the right field line. It's slicing. It is off the top of the wall. Albert digging for two. Third all-time in extra base hits in Major League history. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier, and Hawksford with you on a Tuesday. Big show planned. We'll have a couple great guests coming up next hour. Kenny Kim on the Open. One of our favorite guests talks some golf. And then we'll talk some college football. Brad Powers will join us at 11 a.m. Eastern in between there. We'll start previewing NFL divisions, AFC East, NFC East. We'll get to all that. Um, we'll start a little baseball off the last. I heard the cuts. Uh, Pujols and the Cardinals win last night over the Phillies. Cut the wild card lead down. And the Mets over the Braves last night. That was the game we were looking forward to. NL East looks like it's going to be a great race between those two teams. How about Max Scherzer last night? We're getting plus money on Max Scherzer. He goes out there. He dominated. And it's interesting. I think it was just Cody and I last week. I think it was right before you came back, Aaron. Joe, you were out. When when Max Scherzer came back last week, Cody, myself, and Paul looked at his Cy Young odds just to take a peek at what it was. And I think the best one was 66-1. to Since he's come back, 20 strikeouts, no walks, two gems. And I looked this morning. He hasn't finished worse than third in Cy Young voting outside the pandemic year, which was short, since 2015. Max Scherzer could get on a heater here. And, you know, I was waiting for DeGrom to get back. But Scherzer might be a gigantic difference maker. And that number we threw out last week, who knows? He might find himself in this mix soon. To the highlight out of my home run derby first off <laughs> yes we have, have some- the field is set he's going to be the long shot it's ruining all the odds for everybody else hate it gonna take hate it so much oh it's baseball history of the game he's you whatever no. don't care secretly a bad guy maybe it's not that secretly anyways but he cloaks himself in religion so he's a great guy whatever sorry jake that's how i had to start there oh i'm with uh, you i'm one oh, okay okay you. this is like let I'm fine with the legacy letting him and Miguel Cabrera go. That's fine. Cool. Yeah, me too. Why yeah. is he in the derby? Alonzo, young, cool. Cunha, young, yes. cool, really awesome. Why is yeah. Albert in this for like so we can hit a couple like hopefully the guy throwing to him is a lefty because God knows he can't hit righties anymore. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> You're telling me we're gonna have we're gonna have Alonzo with the belt. Being awesome. We're going to have Acuna with a million chains on being awesome. And pool, we're going to send pools up there with his walker. What are we doing here? 
game in St. Louis? I thought that for a second. I'm like, wait a second. It's it's out west, right? It's not in St. Louis. Yeah. Oh, well, he's a dog. Nobody thinks so of him dumb. as a Dodger. So who Terrible. do we have? So we know Alonzo, we know Pulos, and Soto, right? Soto's in the home yeah. derby. Four. Right. Half. That's it. Do you yeah, think yeah. this is because and they got nose from – they got nose from Trout, Alonzo. I mean, Alvarez got hurt. Or do you think Pulos was in this the whole time? He had to have Pulos been. Pulos is bringing on. There's a million other eyeballs you could ask. Right. Is Pulos bringing eyeballs? Whoa, I want to see what Pulos does. He's going to be one and done. I mean, he should he be like, on the all diaper team. <laughs> other favorites. He, He's like, going to be out of. I saw him run the bases over the weekend. He did. That's he not running. Might as that well is not be running. In the derby. He is the Yeah, he does look like he's got a load player. in his pants. Yeah. He does. Well, he's a wide man. He's the slowest player in the big league. He's not even the first person on the Cardinals. Like, ask Arenado no. first. O'Neal's on the injured list. I'd rather have him there. It is makes he, no sense. Is he top five from the Cardinals you would like to see in the dirt? Okay, so who? Oh, O'Neal. I'd put Goldschmidt ahead of him, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, maybe four? Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe. all right. I'm going to go yeah. quickly through players that should be there instead of him. Aaron Judge. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to do it. I think, I think Judge said yeah. he's not going to do it. I'm Schwarber's, a, Schwarber's a 50-50. I think he might. Uh, Austin Riley. Byron Buxton. Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, like, we can go on all day. Hey, Mookie, let Mookie Betts do it. He's right there. He's, he's not better. top 50 in baseball on my list. Not even close to top 50. I think it. that's perfectly reasonable. He might not be top 100. I think. That's not a crazy statement. But Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham do it. I mean, just anything. <laughs> Tommy Pham? Well, I, I mean, Peterson and Pham. Yeah, Peterson and Pham together. But wouldn't you just for the story and how funny it would be and how everybody would react to Tommy Pham, wouldn't that be awesome? Just let them fight. Just let them fight match yes. after the home run derby. In baseball. There yes, we we're fixing the All Star festivities. All Star game now includes All Star break now includes grudge matches, grudge boxing matches over the weekend now too. I'm in. Be phenomenal. That on the sure, yeah, and we talked about Scherzer as a dog, and he was phenomenal last. I mean, no nine strikeouts, no walks, and uh, we talked about Riley hitting a homer. He was three to one for that one. I was hoping for more value, so I didn't roll with that one, but. And I didn't realize the number was 66 to 1. Do you remember what it was at the All Star break when he was traded? Or after the All Star break, at the deadline when he was traded to the Dodgers? It was 100 to 1. We talked about it, but we didn't take it seriously enough. Right. I remember us in September were like, boy, we missed that one. We may have missed it again. Scherzer keeps getting us. I mean, this is what he does. He just dominates. But so he missed. What is the number now? Will they take that into consideration or does not matter? But he might be so good that he could catch up. And it will I mean, fact, he is so good. We we know this. He can yeah. definitely catch up. I mean, it will affect the war numbers. It'll affect the total strikeouts, the workload, which is what he's known for, but is the top of the National League starters in the mix here so good that he can't catch them? No, I don't think so. So if you go fan graphs or at the very top, it's it's Rodon at three seven. And I I don't think most people hear, okay, who should be the favorite? Who should be the leader in the clubhouse right now for National League Cy Young? I don't think most people are saying Rodon. They say, okay, he's looked better of late, more like he did earlier in the season, but 
is there enough time for Scherzer? So how far down on the board is he? He's 14th in war at 1.9, tied with Kershaw. Uh, I mean, he's half. He's half of Rodon. But he could still catch him. So I'm looking I'm- – the best number i'm seeing a 33 to 1 to 34 to 1 on scherzer this morning two and two-thirds innings is what we have on the season right if, mm-hmm. i'm assuming i'm looking at the update 10 starts so he's about seven behind most people i think there's enough time for scherzer to catch everyone where where is he at in the numbers right his numbers on the season he's sitting at a 2.15 era 2.60 fip I'm sorry. Oh, 33 or 34, depending on where you find it. That's the range I'm seeing. I I think that's pretty good, especially your point about him finishing top three. Yeah, I mean, every, the last time he finished outside the top three, other than the 2020 season, which that was weird, was 2015. I mean, it's it's it was three, three, two, one, one. Did you and you got him at 66? 66 last week. Pretty good. Good against a great lineup last night. I know. And, and you know he's going to go seven most games. It wasn't an arm where you worry like, okay, there was his oblique. If it's healed, he's back. He's just himself now again, I, I assume. And that's what we've seen for two starts. So he dominated last night. Braves win. I was doing Mets win uh, over the Braves last night. And uh, and then, yes, the Pujols thing, which everyone here is equally upset about. <laughs> it is dumb. I mean, it just is silly. Of eight, but still it bothers me because this is going to throw off the odds. He's going to be the long shot, and then people are going to be out there trying to make cases for him to win the Derby, even though he won't. Uh, would he win a matchup? Probably not because he's going to be the eight going against whoever the one is. So, whatever. It's d- so he'll go against we don't know half the field, but right now, my guess is he'd go against Pete Alonso. <laughs> okay, bro, <laughs> enjoy that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I'll be rooting against him. And I'll be betting against him too. Um, all right, let's get to um, the White Sox show here. They lose again. Yikes. They came back in that game. They were down early and they came back, but they still, you know, the Guardians pulled back away. I mean, we we say it. It feels like every day on this show. We think you think they might turn it around, and then they don't. And yesterday they had it. I mean, Lance Lynn pitching. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. He was pitching. He stunk yesterday. This is the fourth month we've been saying that. Mm-hmm. April, May, June, now July. So when are we the idiots in the room? <laughs> Look, I mean, th- this is not the Lance Lynn of last year. 100 pitches in four innings, 100 pitches, and it was eight runs on nine hits. Th- 
isn't this the Cleveland team every time we consider backing them? Like, oh, man, I don't know about that offense. That offense scares me a bit. And they, they put up eight very early runs against uh, against the White Sox. And the White Sox don't have a complete lineup, so they're not going to come back in most games. They're, not gonna, they're in a bad spot if they need to put up a softball score, right? They usually need some helps. Mm-hmm. Some help. A lot of their wins are lower scoring games. So, yeah, we can talk about the, the light schedule that they have, but the numbers tell us that opponents are probably looking and saying, oh, here come the White Sox. Disappointing year. Um, this is a winnable game for us based on how they've played. And uh, Cleveland takes care of business. They have not been playing some good ball of late. Uh, we'll see what happens in the series. But things are not looking great for the White Sox. Do you, do you, bottom line, do you think it's going to happen? They've been hanging around five, six games back forever. Forever. I don't. I don't. I, I still think the Guardians are, are a team. And they haven't played great either. But I, I like them more to make a turnaround. I just feel like there's a better vibe around them. And they could pitch. Um, I, I don't like them. Let's hear Ozzie Guillen last night, NBC Sports uh, <laughs> Chicago, reacting to what's going on with this White Sox team. I, I, you know, Tony, come on, just wake up, man. Believe me, I'm sorry, you're my hero. I love you. But if I'm managing, I want my players to do that thing. I will let them know exactly what they need to hear from everyone. Mm-hmm. I say, hey guys, what are we doing here? That's not the first time they see this thing happen. This happened almost every day. They go out there and freelancing, freelancing, mm-hmm. go on swing. No, no, don't get a good or bad. You know what I mean? It's easy to fight. When you got $5 million, and, and, and I could compare this with boxing. I said, you want to fight Mike Tyson for my $5 million? Hell yeah. Poof, it's over. I mean, give me my money. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the fight, man. I don't see, I don't see any excitement. These, these games, to Cleveland, they be cocky. They should be swagger. They should be fighting. Mm-hmm. They show a couple things on camera to the dugout. You're saying before, during the game or right after? During the game during the and game. right after. They showed the, you know, the yeah. panel, the camera during the game. I don't know if they want to be there. They don't have any fun at all. And I know losing, no, no, not having a great season, not hitting, they don't bring fun, fun at all. Especially when you're down fighting nothing before National Anthem star. Yeah. That's when you had to fight, man. I mean, it's pretty telling when you hear him say it looks like they don't want to be there. Aaron, we've seen this with teams over the years, coaches, managers. When the players look like they don't want to be there and there's no energy, that's that's damning on the coach or the manager. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to turn that kind of situation around. Almost never is it going to happen. You need a restart, uh, a new manager in there, uh, maybe some trades even, break things up, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's not working and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and here we are almost at the all-star break and you know disappointing performance so far i would say tony la Russa is a below average manager but it's lazy and it's easy to just point the finger at him bottom line is players that they've been expecting a lot from players that many were giving the reason that the championship window is open right now are not performing. That's it. I mean, Yasmani Grandal, you got his peak already. Now he's on the downside of that contract. Yoan Moncada, he's a negative war player. He was supposed to be a core piece of this entire rebuild. Um, when, when's the next time that Aloy Jimenez is going to go get injured, be on the injured list? 
But when he's been healthy this year, he has not been the same guy. Luis Robert, I mean, heck of a talent, but he has not meet, met expectations. It's, it's terrible. I mean, you've got to point to that too. The, the guys that they were expecting a ton from when they're actually on the field, they're not getting it done. And then there are, guys, there are guys like Joe Kelly did a nice job last night. He was expected to be one of the top relievers in the game. He's been terrible, mm-hmm. and, and he's been injured a whole bunch this year. That bullpen was supposed to be one of the big strengths on this team. Now, I, you've seen strides from Vaughn and Sheets, but it's not enough to make up for those core guys not performing. As a team, their OPS is below average, 5% below average. Like that, The manager's only so much to fault for that. Like he, he puts the players in the lineup. Now, sometimes he writes weird lineups, but they got a hit, and they haven't hit enough. The White Sox continue to be a disappointment. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck, Well, Daly, a lot to get into today. Some great guests, and we're going to start previewing first thoughts, NFL divisions. We'll do the AFCs. We'll do the NFCs. We'll start with the AFC East next, including Zach Wilson and the Jets next right here on the Beck, Well Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.